Bass Edge Radio. Commence broadcast in three, two, one. You're listening to The Edge. Everything bass fishing coming to you nationwide from the Bass Edge Studios. What? Yep, that's right. Time for another episode of Bass Edge Radio, the August 15th edition, no less. What do you think, Aaron? Are you ready to rock this house or what? I am ready to rock the house, and obviously you have had too much caffeine this morning, but uh, that's okay. I like it. I like the energy. We have a lot of stuff, good stuff going on. Speaking of a lot of good stuff, as always, MegaWare Keelguard, been with us, 2006 original partner and of course we're talking about the first do-it-yourself keel protector by MegaWare KeelGuard. Be sure to visit them at KeelGuard.com. Yes sir, always never want to forget that flex step. The older I get, the more I think about the flex <laughs> step and how important a piece that is to uh, an accessory on any boat. Talking about boats, Aaron, we just went through, uh, well, th- actually this was last month, but we had the inauguration of the 50th anniversary boat for Ranger. Man, it was neat to see some of those things come out, and um, I, I was super excited. Obviously, I'm personally running a Ranger, and there's you know new products coming up. I know that you're getting ready to get your new boat. Of course, Bass Edge partner, Nitro Boats, a wonderful rig. Tell us some about what you've got going on with your new Nitro rig, bud. Yeah, just uh, you know, it's kind of that time of year, and I always get this anxiety, Curtis. I'm sure most anglers do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. I get it. It's a rough problem to have. You have to pick out boats, but I am <laughs> Not, I'm not into the details of colors and everything else. I'm more about functionality and uh, can't wait to get that thing. Obviously, new models came out as of August 1st, so I know there's a lot of shoppers out there uh, looking at both uh, the Ranger that has been a, a staple in the industry, but certainly Nitro. You, you got to realize that you know they're the number one selling boat out there, which obviously I'm fortunate enough to be able to be running one and uh, certainly love that boat. But hard to believe we're almost through another year, Kurt, when we're talking about 2018 boats. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's ready to push through, you know. Heck, it's August for goodness sakes. It's time for a 2018. You betcha. There's lots of uh, stuff that's going to be coming out. And we're going to get into those things that are coming out later on in this show. We're really going to dive into what we saw at iCast last month and um, some products that people should take a look at and just having all kinds of fun. But first, before we move ahead, we're going to have a cool little tackle tip coming up right now on Bass Edge Radio. TechTheHarvest.com Tackle Tip with Trait Zaldane. One thing I think all anglers should really take into consideration is pairing the right rod with the right technique. You're not going to go flip with your topwater rod, and I'm not going to go throw a topwater with my flipping stick. A great example is when we're talking about throwing crankbaits, I throw my crankbaits on a glass rod and a softer rod for one big reason. Uh, the action of the crankbait and the hooks you're using, those treble hooks, you want them to sink in to the fish's mouth. You don't want to rip them out. You don't want to create holes. And that softer glass rod is what you want. You don't want to throw a crankbait on a flipping stick. You're going to half the time not get the hooks in or rip them out, create holes. 
The biggest thing you can do is to look into pairing the right rod with the right technique. First by land and now by sea. For years, Lucas Oil has been a staple in high-performance vehicles on both the road and track. Now, from the makers of Lucas Oil comes Lucas Marine products, specifically engineered for marine applications. Protect and lubricate your marine inboard, outboard, or high-performance boat with Lucas Marine Engine Oil or Lucas Synthetic-Based Oil. Learn more about the complete line of Lucas Oil and marine products. Visit lucasoil.com. Nitro Performance Fishing Boats is now the official boat of Bass Edge Radio. Be sure to check out the Nitro Z-Series Performance Fishing Boats. The 2017 lineup features five boats ranging from 17.4 up to 21 foot 2 inches. Two new models for 2017 include the Nitro Z-17, our entry-level bass boat at 17 foot 4 inches and rated for 115 horsepower. The flagship of the Nitro lineup, the Nitro Z-21 at 21.2 in length. Its performance and fishability is unmatched. Designed with input from top elite pros like KVD, Edwin Evers, Rick Klun, and Ott Defoe, Nitro Performance Fishing Boats. Champions aren't born, they're made. Oh, Aaron, I'm feeling a little spiritual with Bass Edge this morning. Can I, can I get a little Bass Edge? <laughs> Man, feeling good this morning, buddy. It's, uh, it's you know, again, just starting another awesome episode. Super excited. Last month at iCast, rekindled an old relationship for Bass Edge. Uh, got to sit down with Pete Gluzik over there at the Bass University. Had a lot of fun talking about Hayabusa fishing products. So uh, it was a good time, man. Kind of, kind of, uh, you know, got the got the blood flowing. Rekindled some old vibes. Yeah, for those that may not be as familiar with the longevity of the relationship with Pete and Gluzik and Bass Edge, you know, he goes way back. I mean, obviously the guy's a veteran. You know, it's making me feel old now, Kurt. But the reality is uh, just such an ambassador for the sport. I'm anxious to kind of dive off in to hear what he had to say and kind of what you guys found out from ICAST and bring that information back. Yeah, no question. You know, when I saw him at ICAST, I was remembering the old TV shows from back in the top 150 days. And Pete Glusick had the old grrr. I mean, he was when, he, when he'd get fired up or something would happen, he'd give the big grrr. And uh, that was kind of Pete's little thing there for a little while. But uh, anyway, another of that, I think we just jump right into this thing, Aaron. What do you think? I do. I mean, you know, let's jump into the good stuff. Let's talk about what is going to make us better anglers. And in this time, it's more in the form of products and technology and some things that probably most people aren't going to necessarily associate it with being more efficient on the water. Cue us up, Kurt. Here we go. Pete Glusek on Bass Edge Radio. I am Marcus Sikora, FLW All-American Champion. Hi, this is 2014 Bassmaster Classic Champion Randy Howell. This is BASS Elite Angler Boy Duckett. I'm BASS Elite Pro Ott Defoe. Hi, I'm Bass Pro Shops Angler Casey Scanlon with you right here on Bass Edge Radio. You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. KeelGuard keel protectors. 
Here we go with another great angler in our Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. Lots of fishing and industry talk with this pro from the Northeast, New Jersey to be exact. Awesome to have returning guest Pete Glusick. Thanks for taking time to be on the program, Pete. Hey, man, it's a, it's always a pleasure to be with you guys, and I uh, appreciate you being on the show, man. It's a uh, prime-time fishing season at my house. Well, you know, Pete, I, I'm not too sure that there's not a prime-time fishing season for you, quite honestly, because I, I, I know you hit it pretty hard, you know, and you've got a lot of things going on, and, and that's really what I want to uh, kind of dive off into is some of that industry stuff. You know, the Bass University at ICAST, and you go really in-depth beyond what just the, the local and the normal reports are, but what was really, you know, hitting home for you this year there at ICAST 2017? You know, it was, uh, it was a great ICAST. I thought, you know, of course, I've been to this show every year for the last dozen years or so. And, um, you know, it's great to see all the new tackle and stuff. But what I really liked about this year's ICAST was the, the big push and enthusiasm, excitement about getting new people into the sport by just about every company that we talk to. They're really working hard to create inroads for introducing people to the sport, you know, from uh, like the Savage Gear guys, you know, that seem to win the best in show for lore every year. Just, you know, creating fun stuff, crazy bat lures and ducks and uh, just really unusual uh, baits that are designed to excite and get people excited about fishing. And um, the 13 company building, uh, you know, entry-level equipment. Their brand is really cool. It's attractive to the younger kids. And then they're building stuff at price points that, you know, guys can buy multiple rods and reels. And, um, you know, that's really cool. And then, of course, you got the Keep America Fishing campaign, which is all about getting people in involved in fishing and, and that really the reason that we were there was that group so it's really cool to see all these companies just rallying building products to kayak companies jackson kayaks we talked to them you know building boats so kids coming out of high school and college not ready for a sixty thousand dollar bass boat they can jump into a kayak and get out there and fish with the rest of us so it's really cool to see all these companies getting after it like that Pete, it is amazing to me the show this year although you know i kind of go to the show maybe uh, every other year Year. And uh, to me, the size is always big. This year, it seemed to be just ginormous. I mean, there was stuff everywhere. And, uh, you know, just the overall floor space and number of booths seemed to me to really grow this year. It seems like the industry is just in a great place, not only with these new products that you're talking about that's bringing more anglers into fishing, more entry points, as you put it, which I think is a great way to say it, but uh, even some of the uh, technological uh, advances, you know, power poles really getting involved in um, power pole vision. It seems like the future is your console's not going to have any push buttons. It's going to be a touch screen, you know, how you control your nav lights to your live wells to many of the other accessories on your boats. And I thought that was a really neat deal. The second thing that power pole had that I was really interested in was the charging system. You know, again, it becoming all automated. It's no more looking at LED lights. So I've got one red light or three red lights or it's all the way green and charged, actually getting down to the nitty gritty and knowing what percentage your batteries are charging at, how much voltage is running into them, and really just automating everything right through your phone. It's a pretty amazing step in the technological aspects as well, you know, with everything that's coming out. It is, and batteries are, my goodness, I mean, that's the lifeline to what we do. 
you know, operating your trolling motor uh, at the max, you know, ability that we do it. I mean, I'm always battling my battery. So to be able to have that technology to monitor it more closely and charge more effectively, prepare more effectively is a real asset. And along those lines, we featured a product on our show, uh, the Wego uh, lithium ion chargers, which are uh, jump starters for your boat, which... <laughs> If anybody listening to this owns a boat, at some point, your motor has failed to start because your battery was dead. And um, it's the worst possible spot to be in. And for years, we all carried around these big, clunky, 40, 50-pound charging systems that took up a whole compartment. And now, the Wego systems, I mean, they weigh a pound and a half. They will jumpstart your 250-horsepower outboard from zero. And they're so small, they fit anywhere in the boat. So we saw a lot of new technology as well. I think that's the wave of the future. I mean, that's certainly the way fishing's going, don't you think? I think, Pete, you couldn't have hit the nail on the head more clearly. I mean, also speaking right along the lines of technology, right, when you get into the electronics that we use, such as, you know, Lowrance now coming out with that new carbon series, highest resolution, you know, no more trying mm-hmm. to kind of reposition yourself, right, with that sun glare for all of us, obviously all anglers wearing polarized lenses, trying to get that right view to see it. And then also just the sheer processing power, which goes right back into that drawdown on the battery and the importance of like what Kurt talked about with the monitoring of through PowerPole with the console, the touchscreen and you with the Wego you know, to run that fast is twice the speed now. It's twice the speed. And obviously what we know is that is a drawdown on the power system. So I think beyond ICAST is so much beyond just, you know, the typical hard baits and soft baits and certainly a lot of new developments there. But these are things that kind of go beyond or on the peripheral that a lot of anglers don't think about when you're talking about ICAST. Yeah. Well, you look at the way we're running them too. I mean, everybody's got two 12-inch screens on your console, two on your bow. Conserving your electricity in the boat becomes a factor, you know, with all that gear and the draws that they're putting on, definitely a factor. And that's becoming more and more important, you know, with those charging systems. You know, you mentioned the Lowrance products, which were amazing. I think they won best in show for that. But we also talked to the Garmin folks who, you know, were featuring the Panoptics view, which is like radar underwater. It's a real-time look at what's happening in front of your boat and now under your boat with their new addition to the product. So it's really changing the way we fish. It brings up an interesting point, I think, because um, Greg Hackney gives a seminar at Bass University about how to use your electronics in shallow water, right? Everybody's focused on all the great mapping and all the amazing advancements in sonar, so they're offshore. You know, they're fishing break lines, ledges, deep water humps, and everybody now is able to find that stuff. And Greg talks about there's nobody left on the bank anymore. He's got the whole bank to himself now. (laughs) And uh, it's really cool assessment of the situation because, you know, stuff that, man, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. I was doing this when I was running out on Lake Ontario with a compass to find shoals wow. and, uh, and islands out there, right? You know, then the advent of GPS came along and really made things a lot quicker. And now with the mapping and the amazing sonar technology, I mean, you can go to a lake right out of the gate and get yourself on a juicy shoal or ledge in two seconds, you know, where it used to take years and years to um, find that stuff. Now you find it right away. But that's what it's doing. It's getting everybody, especially a lot of the new guys get 
keeps them focused on that, and it's leaving the banks unattended for guys like me and Hackney to go have fun out there and smash them up. <laughs> That's right. You know, you don't want to talk about it too much, Pete. You want to be sure you stay alone up there. So uh, <laughs> I know that uh, you've done very, very well in lots of terms, especially in the Northeast. Uh, most recently, you know, Champagne Plain, and I know you got to the Classic a few years ago fishing super shallow on a super clear lake there at Cayuga. So um, that's pretty awesome, man. And you're right. You know, the game is just changing so much. It's tough to understand how to keep up with all this technology, all the new lures, just everything. I mean, we barely even scratched the surface of new baits, which ICAST used to be a lot about. And uh, there is a lot of great new baits out there. But the great thing is, you know, you can sit down on your computer, look at a lot of awesome videos through Tackle Warehouse, through the Bass University, your all social media program is through the roof and and kind of see all these things now that you used to take months to uh, get out of the floor of ICAST. So it's uh, great to see. P, let's talk about the Bass University a little bit. Your all's program has grown tremendously over the last few years. Can you update us about the instruction, how anglers can get in tune with what's going on with that Bass University program? Yeah, I mean, um, the Bass University has grown in leaps and bounds and uh, people are coming to us and they're finding that it's truly helping their fishing move to the next level and that's what our our goal has always been and we're up to uh, almost 300 instructional long-form instructional seminars on our program that you can access at your fingertips our library is quite extensive and it's easy to get around you know whether you want to learn about smallmouth you can just search smallmouth and find the greatest anglers in the world talking about how they catch smallmouth like Seth Fider's Giant River Smallmouth Seminar where he talks about using marabou jigs and all these advancements in how we're catching smallmouth now. So uh, that's available at your fingertips. And and anybody can go and check it out. It's a subscription website, and you can try it for free on me. Use the code TRYBU, and it'll give you 10 days free. So you can come and check it out. You can look at all the, the content that's available there for you, all the instruction, and come on over and check it out. I had a great angler at ICAST paid us one of the biggest compliments I think we've ever had at Bass University where he got introduced to fishing two and a half years ago just by watching his neighbor fish a pond. Became fascinated with it and was looking for a resource to help him get up to speed. And he found us. And he subscribed to Bass University, and now he's getting checks as a co-angler in the Costas and all the tournaments that he fishes down in Florida. Went from not even being able to catch a bass to being able to score checks and finish high in tournaments. And he credited the instruction that he found at Bass University. So that guy's name was Hollywood, and I just want to give him a shout-out. That was a great compliment, and we certainly appreciate guys like him being customers of Bass University. You bet, man. That is awesome. I'll tell you what, I get caught up seeing you guys put so much information on social media. You know, I'll be scrolling through my social media feed. I'll see the Bass U and I'll be like, oh man, I got to click on that. And everybody's giving so much detailed information. You know, it seems like in the past, it was like an overview of what you need to do and how to do it. Now we're getting so technique specific, just like you talked about Seth Fighters, you know, hair jig seminar and big rivers and smallmouth and those types of things. It just sucks you in, man. I, I have to watch every one. It's it's freaking amazing. And uh, what, what you guys are doing there is phenomenal. Do you get held up also? I mean, you're just sitting in your computer watching seminars, right? It's addictive because I don't care, you know, how long you've been doing this. I mean, we've been doing this a long time and uh, I'll watch a seminar and I'll get a little nugget that will just blow my hair back. 
And that's amazing to me. You know, there's so many different anglers out there that are super talented that have figured out just these little subtle details that can really help your game. And I'm talking about guys like me that, you know, have won some of these tournaments and made classics. I'm learning every single seminar I watch. So a guy that's new to the sport, I mean, there's just a monumental growth that he can, you know, experience by watching some of this stuff. I think the cool thing about our seminars, and I think it separates us a little bit, is it's not like a three- or five-minute YouTube piece. It's a full seminar from beginning to end, from cradle to grave. So whatever the technique is, you're going to be able to go out and duplicate that technique. You will have all the tools, all the information to go right out there and make it happen. That's one of our goals at BashU. But yeah, I'm like you, man. I'm watching this and I watch all the seminars that come across and I do a Dean's Office update every week. So I'm picking up a little tidbit every time and it's uh, it really helps. It helps my fishing game. So I think it'll help everybody. That's right, Pete. No question. It's an awesome product and uh, it's hard to get enough of it. Let's take a quick break in the action hold on right there bass edge radio we'll be right back sign up to become an o'reilly o rewards member today and start earning instantly o rewards members earn five dollars back for every 150 dollars they spend so if you haven't become a member yet what are you waiting for it's fast easy and free o rewards it's your road to exclusive offers only at o'reilly auto parts better parts better prices every day see store for details Auto Parts. Bass Edge Radio, presented in part by Nitro Boats, returns with pro angler Pete Glusick and the Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. That's right, Lucas Oil high-performance marine products from real oils to two-cycle outboard oil that surpasses all manufacturers' requirements. Visit them at lucasoil.com. It works. Pete, I really want to kind of get some info on your home body of water that's out there to the public. At ICAST, you mentioned the Delaware River. You know, it doesn't get a tremendous amount of press out there, but yet it's really been on fire this year. It has. As a matter of fact, you know, I'm on the banks of the Delaware River, you know, at several times a week, and uh, it doesn't get a lot of love because it runs through the city. It runs through the cities of Philadelphia and Camden, New Jersey, and up to Trenton, New Jersey, which, you know, is relatively uh, heavily commercialized, industrialized part of the country. You know, there's shipping traffic coming up and down this river all the time. So it, it doesn't give the appearance, you know, of a classic bass fishing waterway. But I'm telling you right now, it's getting great. It's getting better than ever. We have a new addition of hydrilla into the river system, and it has made this water really, really clear. We got visibilities that we've never seen before, and we're starting to see bigger fish than we've ever seen before. This year, in particular, uh, you know, a five-pounder was a, is a big fish on the river, and you, you would see them ever so rarely. This year, we're catching them very frequently, and the catch rates are good. And you know what else is really cool about this river? thing I really like. These fish have attitude. They have Philadelphia attitude, I'm telling you. They spend their whole lives in the current dealing with all these crazy boats coming and going, and they fight, and uh, and they will test you. There's, uh, we're, you're always fishing a lot of, like, industrialized cover, habitat, docks on the banks, and they will take you into the cover, and you will lose half the time. So, uh, you know, there, there's a lot to like about it from my perspective. You know, obviously, I've had a love affair with this river for years and years. And I think one of the things I like so much about it, honestly, is it's a seven-foot tide swing, and it really confuses a lot of anglers. 
But, boy, once you figure a little bit out about how those fish move in those tides, it becomes some of the most predictable fishing that I've ever encountered, and it becomes real, real fun. So I love this river. I invite everybody to come down and check it out. I know you give me a call. I'll take you out on the river and show you how to get around out here. It's definitely a very interesting waterway, Pete. I mean, I was there for the Elite Series several years ago. I'd love to see them go back to that waterway because, like you say, you know, a system changes so much, and, and it fished a little tough there. It seems like it's fishing a lot better now. I, I saw the weights from last month's uh, Ike Foundation tournament. It was pretty good. I mean, it was, you know, in the 10, 11 pound range just to get up there in the top percentage. So, you know, obviously you can see that coming back. What is really interesting is that tide swing. I think if you can understand a tide swing like you're fishing there on the Delaware River, it really puts it in perspective for any other tide swings throughout the country. So it's, it's a great learning ground. The other thing I really wanted to talk to you and understand more about is just overall fishing in the northeast you know we're here in late august how do you beat those dog days of summer when you're fishing in that region of the country and quite frankly do you really have those dog days of summer because it's such a a a shorter time frame especially when you start going north of jersey you know into the new york area and and up into that northeast corridor you said it man it's like uh you get into the dog days of summer just head north (laughs) you know that's that's your solution you know we get it a little bit here on the Chesapeake, a little bit on the Delaware. You know, August is our hottest month, uh, water temperature-wise. You know, you, you can have some challenging uh, times of year, but it's still fairly good. And as you go north, I don't think there are dog days of summer. I mean, just a little bit north of Jersey, up in the New York State, you know, Vermont, all those places, Maine. You know, summertime fishing is excellent up here. It's a lot of deep grass bed fishing, uh, excellent topwater fishing. The smallmouth fishing remains strong, uh, you know, all year long. When things get really challenging down south, it gets too stinking hot. You know, all you really got to do is, is hit your boat up and head north. And you'll find amazing fishing from Maine all the way over to Washington State in this country. You know, speaking of of as it gets tough and heading north, what are those techniques that you're really pushing or or leaning on heavily for kind of that late summer bite that you speak of? It depends on where where you're at, but one of my favorites, and it's it's one of my favorite ways to catch fish is, is fishing those deep grass patterns. You mentioned it earlier about uh, the Cayuga tournament. And uh, I won that tournament, you know, just a great opportunity for me to brag about winning the tournament. So I appreciate that. (laughs) uh, But the, um, you know, deep grass fishing is so much fun. You know, it's not for everybody, right? It's not like a topwater bite or, you know, where you're burning down the bank, throwing a spinnerbait. But I really like it. It's, uh, you know, you're fishing anywhere from, you know, five down to 15 feet of water. And you're looking for subtleties in the grass beds, whether it's a, a rock outcropping that might exist there or a change in bottom from soft bottom to hard bottom. Or it could be something like a log or tree that's wedged up in the grass beds. But you're looking for those little subtleties in the grass beds. But the really cool thing about it is up in the north, fish wad up like no place I've ever seen on that kind of stuff. That's and right. Yeah, when you find one of those sweet spots, I mean, you just can throw your jig in there and every cast you're ripping one out. It's a real treat to fish that way. And, uh, it's, it's one of my favorites. It, and it, like you said, it's different from top water, right? Everybody likes that. And everybody got to agree that that's a fun way to fish, but there's a moment when you're deep grass fishing and it's my favorite moment in fishing when you pitch that bait, whatever it may be, and it hits the bottom, right? And 
boom, you feel that bite. And there's this moment before you set the hook that's the greatest moment in fishing. You don't know if that fish is 12 inches or he's 10 pounds, <laughs> but you're about to find out. And you set the hook, and, and it's that, you know, before you set the hook, when you recognize that you've got a bite. I don't know. To me, that just lights me up. Everybody that does it gets lit up, and they jump out of their shoes setting the hook most times. Uh, they're so fired up. So, I don't know. That's that's one of my favorites, and that happens in the summer. That's in the dead of summer. That starts happening in July, goes right through August, and, uh, you know, I got to say that's one of my favorite ways to go. That's awesome. That's a great explanation. I love it. I could feel it. I felt that bite right there, and I was watching them swim away. I mean, I was ready to set the hook, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, i tell you what, people, we're going to go into our O'Reilly Auto Parts, Better Parts, Better Prices, Everyday Listener Question Segments. This question comes from Steve Wayne. We had a little chance to talk about this uh, a few weeks ago at ICAT. And we're talking about hooks. Steve asks, I've noticed that many pros change the hooks out from a new bait right out of the box. How does the average angler know when to change the hooks in a brand new bait? Aren't many of the tackle companies outfitting their baits with good enough hooks? With respect to changing hooks, I mean, it, it just really depends on what they come with and what you prefer. I'm one of those guys that uses that EWG style hook. That's the hook I like on my crankbait. It's not so much that the manufacturers aren't putting out sharp hooks, but if it's not that design, then I change it. I don't care how sharp the hooks are uh, because I feel, uh, well, I've proven in my fishing, my highest strike-to-catch ratio on the way. I set the hook, pressure the fish, and execute on the landing of the fish. Those hooks deliver fish in my live well, that style of hook. And there's a lot of companies that make that style of hook. So uh, it's not even a company-specific thing for me. It's more about that design. So that's when I change it. And, you know, everybody's different. I know, you know, my partner in Bass University, Ike Canelli, he, he likes the round bend treble hooks. And he hasn't converted over to the EWG style. But I find that there's a two schools of thought. There's the round bend guys, and then there's the EWG style guys and the ewg guys are right well and of course we're talking <laughs> so, about when you say ewg we're talking about the extra wide gap is that correct pete yeah it's extra wide gap it what really what it does is it the hook point points back towards the eye of the hook uh if that makes sense around then the point is actually parallel with the shaft of the hook and the ewg style bends in slightly at a slight angle toward the eye of the hook to me, it acts like a grappling hook, you know, and if you just get one hook point in, man, it, I just find I got a better chance of landing a fish that's just barely hooked with an EWG than I do with any other style hook. Well, uh, that's that's certainly good advice, and, you know, I hate to go against uh, Iconelli, but I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I, I do think that those, <laughs> uh, those definitely pin the fish on there, especially when I start getting uh, a little bit excited, you know, and go to boat flip a, a fish that I probably shouldn't. But, Steve, hey, thanks for sending in those questions to Bass Edge Radio. Be sure sure to email us again through our website at BassEdge.com and click on the Claim Your Prize tab. Let us know you heard your question answered on the show by Pete and uh, give us your mailing address and we will send out that O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card. And as always, a reminder to the listeners, keep shooting in those questions via our website BassEdge.com or to our email support at BassEdge.com to have a chance of winning that next O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card. Well, Pete, as always, it's so great to have you on the show. You've obviously been been a uh, kind of a perennial guest here in, in helping
helping us get the message not only out about fishing like you mentioned and getting new people involved but also just really raising the IQ level through things such as Bass University. So any closing uh, thoughts or comments or words for Bass Edge Nation as we uh, we shut this down? Yeah, well, I really appreciate it. I, I don't know how many times I've been on the show, but it's been a few years that I've done this with you. And I always appreciate you having me on, Aaron. Thank you. And uh, I also want to express to everybody that's listening to this, this is probably the most important thing I'll say. I want to inspire everybody to take the Pitch It Pledge. And for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, we don't want soft plastic lures winding up in our waterways. And the Keep America Fishing Organization has adopted a Pitch It campaign. And you can go to keepamericafishing.org and you can take the Pitch It Pledge, meaning you're going to make sure that all the soft plastics you use in a day's fishing wind up in the trash can or in a recycling bin and do not make it back in the lake. These are our waterways. We need to protect them. We need to protect them for the future, for, for our kids, so that they'll be there for them. And we want to keep them clean. So I want to just inspire everybody to go take that pitch at Pledge. That's a great concept, Pete. I'm, I've been a part of that as well, and I think that uh, it's just hugely important. So I thank you so much for bringing that up. Man, it's been great, again, having you on the show. We're going to send you off with four last questions for you. Just kind of quick little short answers. Let's get it started. What is your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is, uh, man, I, don't, I'm, I watch the news. <laughs> okay. All right. Which channel? You Fox, CNN, MSNBC? Where you I'm at? A, I'm an NBC News guy. Every morning. There you go. NBC <laughs> News. Would you catch a fish on the first cast of the day? I am not superstitious, man. I'm catching that fish. He's going right in the box, <laughs> man. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to any of that nonsense. Superstition, man. He's going in the box, baby. Who was your first paying sponsor? My first paying sponsor was Eagle Claw way right. back in the day. They were on board with me before I even made the top 100s way back when. Thank you, awesome. guys. Are you a bathroom singer? I am in the shower. <laughs> you can count on it. More of a talker than a singer, but I do both. My, my <laughs> wife laughs at me all the time. She's always wondering who I'm talking to in there, but apparently there's more than one of me. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, P-Man, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Bass Edge Radio will return right after this message. Patented in 2000, perfected over years of testing and real-world punishment, the PowerPole is the ultimate shallow-water boat positioning tool. Swift, PowerPole deploys in seconds from anywhere in your boat. Virtually silent, PowerPole won't spook wary fish. Secure in strong currents or gusting winds in up to 8 feet of water. Engineered to take it with a lifetime unconditional replacement guarantee on the spike. PowerPole, swift, silent, secure. Visit PowerPole.com to find a dealer near you. You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. KeelGuard keel protectors.
Pete Glusak bringing the goodies, Aaron. That was a fun interview. Great to rekindle some old flames there, maybe you might say. Easy, easy. No, no, for sure, Kurt. And uh, I know we spent a lot of time on this episode talking about, you know, the various products and the, and the things that came out of iCast. Certainly no need to reiterate that anymore. But one thing I did want to throw out before we shut down here is I was thinking just the other day of our time on the Potomac. And we were up there during this time of year when we filmed those shows. And, and I seem to remember, you know, that tide and, and just the movement and how we could position those fish in that grass. Talk to me a little bit about that, because I know a lot of people are doing that as we speak. Yeah, you bet, Aaron. You know, one of the uh, primary patterns this time of year that's often overlooked in outside of TVA impoundments, but but even actually, I take that back, maybe even on TVA impoundments, but any river, any lake, the fish love current. They like water movement, right? And a couple of reasons for that is cooler water temps, higher oxygenation. Um, there's a lot of things that are going in that cooler water that's driving the bait fish there, which is driving the bass there as well. And part of what you're referring to there that we taped on that Potomac River show was how we were working frogs and working natural, you know, some of the vegetation. And then we were getting some activity, but not really what we wanted, which is typical in the summertime. You know, fish not overly committing to the bait. You know, we were getting some blow ups, getting some movement, but we weren't really able to hook up and find those fish that were super active. And so we were able to move shallow. Shallow can be a super key this time of year, again, because those bait fish are moving into those cooler water temperatures where there's some current. And that can be on a lake, obviously a river, but even on the TVA, you know, you start getting that grass. There's a lot of uh, bait fish and, and food source in vegetation this time of year. And, you know, the fish tend to just really funnel into those areas. And as Pete said, when you find them, sometimes they are ganged up pretty well, or there's lots of bites to be had in a small particular area. So be sure in your fishing to look out for some of those areas. Those are going to be the kind of areas, especially in the summertime, that generally are overlooked because a lot of people are continuously looking out deep, out deep, out deep. And there's a lot of fish up shallow that are moving that way. So it's kind of like you're ahead of the fall pattern a little bit, but those fish aren't quite getting overly fished at this point in time. So it can be a great way to uh, have a lot of fun bass fishing in the summertime. It's funny you bring that up. That's the second time we've heard that today because, you, you know, earlier in the interview, Pete even said, he's like, yeah, me and Hackney, you know, we love it when people are out using their electronics off the depths because it leaves all that open shoreline where there's bass. And so right. very, very interesting. Great episode. Good stuff. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Just want to throw out again a thanks. All Bass Edge listeners, you guys make this very enjoyable to do. All the feedback that we get via emails, your listener questions makes Kurt and I's job a lot of fun. We know you have a lot of choices to spend your time and certainly glad you chose to spend it with us. For Kurt Dove, I am Aaron Martin. This is it. This is a wrap. Episode 262 is in the books. We will see you September 1st. So long, everybody. is presented by MegaWare KeelGuard. For more information on Bass Edge or to shop at the Bass Edge online store, visit BassEdge.com and be sure to join Kurt Dove and Aaron Martin right here on another episode of The Edge. Brought to you in part by Nitro Boats, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Lucas Oil, ProtectTheHarvest.com, Mercury Marine, Lowrance Electronics, PowerPole, and Rapaholic.com. <laughs>